Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. Uh, 5.40 a.m. on April 30th, the year 2020. Uh, it is a Saturday morning. The birds are singing so loud that I dare not open the window. Uh, you probably wouldn't be able to hear me, although the birds may make more sense this early. I don't know. Uh, waiting for my uh, trusted and loyal dog to to want back in. So if you hear me get up here pretty soon, you'll know that I'm uh, I'm just being Skip uh, from South Central Iowa. Uh, it's a big day. Uh, today's the day of my graduation from college, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, it was just a, 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 a something that I felt was undone that I needed to just complete. So uh, uh, I am uh, grateful to complete that. However, let me say this, that uh, I don't care if you have five PhDs or a GED. Uh, I think intelligence is something different than, than book memorization uh, I, uh, some of the spiritually, most spiritually in tune people I've ever met have been scrubbing bathrooms with no education. Some of the most uh, lost and locked in people to the false self I've ever met have had multiple degrees. And I think that uh, sometimes, and I've said this before, education can, can reinforce, it can either free us from the false self or reinforce the false self. It can either free us from the false reality that we're trapped in or, or help free us, let me say it that way, or it, it can lock us in further. It really has to do with a very subtle, deep sort of knowing that something's off. And I want to talk about that this morning. I want to talk about feeling as though something's not right before you realize what's not right. And I want to use the analogy of uh, the uh, of a virus. It's a strange analogy, I know. Or a bacteria. Uh, when, when something foreign enters into the human body, it is uh, attacked by white blood cells, by antiviral uh, reactions, anti-infectious reactions in the human system. We're grateful for that, right? We do things to boost that. I take vitamins every day. But in the spiritual sense, there, there's my dog. <coughs> in a, a spiritual sense, I want us to look at that kind of theory that kind of understanding, but to kind of turn it around a little bit. <coughs> hear them, hear those birds, boy. They are happy. Uh, because when you become aware of the fact that the reality you're in isn't real, or when you know on some level 
even subconsciously, even when you, <clears throat> even before you can articulate that notion that you don't feel at home, that that you yourself feel often like the virus in the world. And I, I think to some degree, everyone feels as though they're not home in the world. Some people may be happier than others. Some people may be more settled than others. Some people may have a little more serenity than others. Uh, everything's on a, on a scale. But the one constant I have noticed with, with many people, and especially, especially people who are highly sensitive, is that they never feel at home. There's always this sort of feeling as though they don't belong. And I think that feeling is just not a, a learned feeling. I, I think there's something to that feeling. I think there's something to, and we need to pay attention to, that feeling of, of just not quite fitting in that feeling that we are the virus <laughs> in, the, in the body of reality and that uh, the white blood cells don't want us here, the feeling that uh, we're just out of place, out of time, we're maybe a little bit alien, if you will. Uh, and I want to recognize that in you because I think that we don't have a big audience here, folks, but, but I'm sure that the few of you who listen probably can identify with that. That probably resonates on some deep level. I think that feeling of not belonging is a great motivator. It's, it's, it keeps us propelled on the journey to finding meaning. Now, let me say this before I say any more. I believe there is a place we belong uh, this every podcast I give is about that, and and that that place of belonging is love. That is what is eternal. That is what is real. That is what is a fact. Is the human capacity to be compassionate, to be empathetic, to be loving, to be helpful, to be kind. That's what's real. But think about those qualities. And then look at the world we live in. They don't go together very well, do they? Uh, let me give you an, uh, an example. Uh, I work in a big factory. I have worked there off and on through, through going to school, actually. Finally took a full-time job there in January. Met really great people. There's really, I sat by a couple really great people. I, I sat um, all day, which I'm grateful for, and and I get to know people. I mean, I get to move a little bit too. <clears throat> it's not some horrible sweatshop by any means, uh, and the work is not particularly difficult, although it's busy, and you just get to know people. You know, I I like to get to know people. I don't know as if I'm a people person, but I'm not averse to getting to know people. Uh, and there was been one lady who was very critical of my work, my learning. And I thought for sure that this person was just, you know, bitter for some reason. Well, I show up for work yesterday and, 
And she is the one person who bought me a graduation gift, a little coffee cup, a little rubber duck that says class of 2022. Very funny. I thanked her. But, I mean, there's another lesson, uh, a lesson about judging people and a lesson about the power of kindness. It really did make my day. It made my morning anyway, that's for sure. And I, I, I think that kind of thought, regardless of who we've learned to be, is really, is really the goal. It's really home, you know, that, that level of kindness, generosity, and thoughtfulness. It's really home. And that same workplace, even though there's great people, and this, this very nice lady who got me this gift is full of people who don't want to be there. And that's kind of the way the world works, right? We, we live with this low-grade or high-grade dissatisfaction, and there's a reason for it, because we're not home, folks. Uh, there's a reason for this low-grade homesickness, this low-grade angst. And I'm not talking about worrying about specific things. I'm just talking about this search that we're all on for meaning, this search for purpose, a, a search for a, an explanation of why we're conscious and why we exist. I think that those questions lie at the core of of probably all people. It just depends on how deeply it's covered up. Uh, some people have just forgotten the question because they have been programmed by the false reality. I will graduate college this morning at the age of 56 years old with several hundred other people, 230 other people. Some will be my age. Uh, some people will come back and finish their degrees. Some will be a lot younger. But I think the reason they sought this learning is because they wanted to understand something better, not just academically, but about life. Uh, if there is a reason for our educational system, it is that. It is to exercise those parts of our psyche, our mind, our, our thinking power, to find real answers, or at least to find deeper meaning. Now, out of those 230, I don't know how many people will come to the understanding that the journey is within, that the journey is about love, that the journey is about kindness. I hope some. That's why I get up and do this podcast, after all. Here's what I want to close with, folks. The only remedy for that homesickness that I have ever found, the only place in this world I've ever felt at home, is when real love is shown by me, by others, when real kindness is shared by me and by others, when real empathy and compassion is shared, when cruelty, hatred, and indifference are shared, I'm not home. I'm back in this 
world that we've created. I'm, I'm the virus again, a good, hopefully a good virus. Uh, but when love and kindness is shown, uh, that's home. It's not, we don't find it by leaving the planet, you know. We don't find it by changing external things to us. Wherever we go, there we are. We find it by being compelled to take an inward journey to discover our own capacity to love, to accept love, and to be love. The way we show that is through kindness, compassion, and empathy. So there you have it. Uh, it's okay to be the virus in the in the false reality, folks. Be, be that virus. Be that love. Be that virus of love. That virus of compassion. That virus of not just hope, but transformation. Because hope is is vacuous without transformation. Be the virus of love in the false reality. Thanks, my friends. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.